More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Got to subscribe to VSIN Pro. Get the daily picks at a glance. Every play by VSIN host and guest. Games, Mexican pizza, fast food tips, 24 7 video, season prep. Pro tools like the exclusive betting splits and the pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights up your betting game. Get the discounted football special through the Super Bowl for $175 or save 50% up the monthly price. Annual subscription, bet smarter all year long. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Coming up uh, this hour, in a few minutes, some numbers that really stick out after after the first two weeks of play in the NFL. We'll get to today's baseball card in 15 minutes. Paul Stone on a couple of big games this week in college football and some bets that he likes. Uh, let me point this out, though. I want to uh, explain to people, if you didn't already know this, like how difficult it is to advance. I mean, forget about winning a survivor pool. Specifically one like out here in Circa, where they get more than 6,000 people, like millions of dollars are on the line, right? We're down to two. 2,000. Yep. Here, I want to I wanna put up a couple of uh, tweets here and explain this to the entire audience. Okay, so to go over what happened again on Sunday, this is from ESPN Stats and Info. The Browns blew a 13-point lead in the final minute 22 to lose to the Jets 31-30. NFL teams had won the last 2,229 consecutive games when leading by at least 13 points in the final two minutes. The last team to blow such a lead, the Browns, Week 9, 2001. That's hilarious. Ha ha. Um, I want to go back and tie that into what took place in 2021. Last year, Week 2. 
This is from Brady Henderson on Twitter from ESPN Stats and Info. When the Seahawks lost to the Titans, it was the o- uh, only the second time the Seahawks lost at their new stadium. It opened up in 2002 when leading by at least 14 points in the fourth quarter. They were 58-1, and 65-1, including the playoffs before today. The only loss, 2004 versus the Rams. Well, when did Russell Wilson come into the league? 2012. So it never happened to him. Mm-hmm. What do those two games have in common? You had him in Survivor. Both coaches were never in my kitchen, and <laughs> and I that's yeah. how I got bounced on several Survivor picks in Week Two the last two years. Oh, God, you have to be bleeping kidding me. Yep, mm-hmm. I mean that's just the it's impossible. Yep, and so that's a sour taste in my mouth. And this is a very good email from Stewart, FTM at Beeson.com. and Stewart sent us Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I love Youngstown. Great spot, right? Yep. Hardcore into the stuff. Yeah. And he sent us, I mean, a very lengthy email before the season saying this is going to be the most difficult year. And he's played for 30 years, right? He's won them before. He explained to me in a really long email that this, in his opinion, it was going to be the most difficult year ever. He thought dogs were going to be barking the entire time. This is back in August when he sent it. Now, to go over what happened on Monday, he sent an email last night. Caught up on the show. He had a doctor's appointment yesterday. He said it was not an ideal visit. (laughs) He had the Raiders in Survivor. His doctor told him the blood pressure was really high. I told her, have you ever heard of Survivor? She looked at me like she had, I had seven eyes. Uh, I can only imagine what my reading was last night after watching the Raiders collapse. His losses so far this year, the Bengals in week one, the Broncos in week one, and the Raiders in week two. As he pointed out, what a threesome. Lost sleep, boiling blood, headache. Sounds about right after a brutal Survivor beat. He said that he could totally feel my pain. It's time to flush it. It'll take some time to flush it out of your system as this thing is real. But your takeaway was spot on saying that you would make the same exact pick over again. I would have done the same thing with the Raiders. Clearly made good picks, but the football gods were not with us. He thought this year's pool was going to be brutal. Been doing this for three decades. He's never seen an opening two weeks like this in Survivor in 30 years. I believe him. So do I. It has been nuts with the comebacks and the people that are already out and 4,000 people. More than 4,000 people out here. Mike Palm's in tomorrow, uh, VP here at Circa. And also, I, I, I have to watch Saturday night when he's on with the show at 5 o'clock Pacific. I can't wait to see what people are going to pick. And the other thing is, 21 people failed to get their pick in again week two. It's 21 people that lit $1,000 on fire. Yeah. Are you kidding? I mean, it's incredible. It happens every single 21 people couldn't, didn't get their picks in. I got news for you. This, thing might, this thing might not be. Might not go until Christmas. Uh huh. Well, so don't, don't. I mean, okay. you can't whiff on $1,000 no. like this. So you got three teams that are lane seven. Chargers, well, the Vikings were seven. Now they've come on. Now, do you want to use the Vikings or do you want to save them? Maybe one a team. You could save the Vikings Thanksgiving night. They're at home against the Patriots. You know, you, maybe you say, oh, could the Bills lose to the Lions? You know, Megan the Stallion still might call me too. But that's, that's another thing. Everyone wants to say, only 40 people had the Bengals yesterday. Everyone's saving the Bengals, maybe the Jets, who knows. But also, you have to have someone on Thanksgiving. You could be true, but maybe he doesn't even get the Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I thought, no, no, hold on. How many people had the Bengals? I thought like 190. No, I said Bills. Did I say Bengals? Yeah. Bills. Oh, for, said, okay, yeah. I didn't say Bills. I said The Bengals? first time, but the second time he said Bengals. Okay, that's why. Bills. Yeah. Sorry. Bills, Lions, Thanksgiving. Right. And then only 40, had, how many people had the Bills last night? But how are you going to say, but do you want to get, look at this. See, and I'm never going to do it again. I'm not doing it. What do all these teams have in common? Week one, Colts, 49ers, Denver, 
Saints were down 16 in the fourth. Week two, Cincy, all road teams. You, you, I can't use a road team and survive unless I absolutely have to, force to. I can't do it. I For go example, to. the Bills at the Lions on Thanksgiving, as yep. you brought up. We have to, right. It's its own week. So, But <clears throat> do you feel more confident maybe with the Vikings against the Patriots? I don't know. Uh, but that that's going to be So what are people going to do? Is Herbert close to 100%? Oh, that's a huge question, Mark, man. Chargers at home against Jacksonville. Do you want to get nuts with the Chiefs against the Colts? Or do you want to use Minnesota? And if you don't use one of those three, then you are really rolling the dice. Because all those other games are three, four-point spreads and good luck. Like Rams, Arizona, something like You want to use the Rams, something like that? I mean, that's really... Now we're getting we're getting nuts then with those if you use some of these other games. Okay, everything to consider, and I'm out of the contest already. So I mean, take my word and you know throw it by the wayside, whatever. But uh, all things to consider in this Jacksonville game: a, they might be pretty damn good, or you know serviceable this year, right? That's certainly possible. Clearly an upgrade uh, at head coach, and Lawrence had a really good game on Sunday against right. the Colts. Long long rest for the Chargers, off a of, off a tough loss. You have, I mean, he is going to. If he plays, he's going to be in a flap jacket, right, the entire time. But it's also, again, Paulie, as we pointed out, over and over, I mean, we live and breathe with the Chargers. Yep. Okay, how many times have they blown a game they, they, they never should? So there's a lot of factors here in this game to consider, but you don't have many options. So they're going to be at home. If God, Herbert's healthy, maybe that's the play, but oh, boy. If one of those two big favorites go down, half the contest? We, yeah, we're probably down to 12, maybe even 1,000. We're probably at 1,000. Those are going to be your two big picks. Chargers and Vikings are going to be your two big picks. Oh, man. They will be. Yeah, because look at some of these other matchups. I know. Falcons, Seahawks. Yeah, you got to throw out half, more than half the games. Bears. Right. Uh, Buccaneers with like Can't so many that. injuries against the uh, Packers. Right, right. Some people might use the Browns Thursday night. That's risky business. I mean, Raiders, Titans, no. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, no. Ravens, Patriots, and I mean, you really want to get crazy and use a rave? I mean, that's a lot. Of, most people have used the Ravens though already. Well, are people going to use the Eagles this week? Yeah, that's that's a tough call too. The division road, division road no. game. Number one road, number two division game. Mm-hmm. Short week as well. Saints, Panthers, no. Rams, Cardinals, no. For the Sunday night game, no. Pick them. Monday night, three point spread, no. So this, see, you're throwing out half more than half the card. It's very difficult. Yeah, as I'm as we're trying to explain here. Extremely difficult to advance, let alone win. I think you have to use the Vikings. Oh, that's a losing but, but Yeah, well, I know that that's... Or you well, could save every them for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But that's, I know. Um, okay, so how about this now? Some numbers that uh, really stand out to me anyway after mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. Okay. How about plays per game after two weeks? The Seahawks are averaging 48 plays per game. The Bears are averaging 48 and a half. Now, here's, this is what really caught my eye. I was tracking that game on Sunday night, and I noticed, like, wait a second... Uh, Justin Fields has like seven passes. They, How much time have they had the ball for in this game? They only ran 41 plays on Sunday night, and they only had 26 after the third quarter. Like, I don't track this on a game-by-game basis, like quarter-by-quarter, quarter, but I'm thinking 26 after the third quarter has to be one of the lowest, lowest that we're going to have in a long time. I mean, that's just that's impossible to, to have that happen. The Panthers are averaging 52 plays per game. Lowest by year going back. The Seahawks averaged 56.1 last year. The Texans, 58.8 the year before. Commanders, 55.3. Dolphins, 54.9. You get where I'm going with this. Right now, we have three teams in the league. By far and away, going back, I went back to 2015 and looked. It's not even close. They can't. So that means not good offense. 
They can't sustain drives. Tons of three and outs. And oh, by the way, like the defense is going to be wearing down. Um, it ties in. Mm-hmm. Time of possession so far in the Panthers' first two games. They are averaging 22 minutes and 48 seconds of possession on offense. That is pathetic. Wow. The, the Seahawks only 24 minutes. Steelers 24-28 and the Bears 24-38. I mean, you can't... First of all, that's probably... It's not sustainable for a team to be that bad. They're going to have a game where it's going to be 32-28 in their favor to kind of correct these numbers, I would think. But that's going to come sooner than later. But you can't win games like this. when you. The Broncos... Here's Again, how about this for a difference? The Broncos are averaging 12.5 penalties per game for 103 yards. Both of them worse than the entire NFL. Nathaniel Hackett, where did he come from? Green Bay? The Packers are averaging 2.5 penalties per game for 17 yards. Oh, my God. So he gets all this credit, right, for this offense and how it looks, and he gets a head coaching job. Look at here. Night and day, the Bears are allowing 189.5 yards per game on the ground. Ooh, Damian Pierce, come on. Let's have a big game this weekend, pal. Yeah. And uh, the yep. Steelers and Lions are allowing eight and a half third down conversions per game. That killed Pittsburgh in that game on Sunday. Couldn't get off the field. That was like the Vikings last night. Can you get a stop on third and 18? Is it possible? Yeah. I mean, the big plays were there the entire game for the Eagles. The when game they plan to. was horrendous. Terrible. Well, you got to take something away. Yes. Wide open. These guys were wide open. Yep. And then how they were running the ball and just getting, getting five yards of carry, too. Today's Major League Baseball card is up next. Uh, How big will some of these favorites become during the day? And guess what happened last night? Another team clinched. What does that mean for today? We'll tell you coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Finish smooth on and off the field with the Jamison Football Challenge. Play free and draft your best fantasy football lineup for a shot at a share of 5000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pernod to get in on the action before kickoff. Jamison without fear. 21 and over only. DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Uh, we will touch on today's Major League Baseball card. The Astros clinched last night. There we go. Here it is. So Beautiful were, angle. This was supposed to be Javier versus McClanahan. Do they still send Javier out there today? Uh, may, yeah, and but the, uh, maybe. And then how long does he go? I mean, this is it's a big game for the Rays. You have their best pitcher going, and I'm sure the Astros celebrated. So it's a, the only better, the only other thing we would love to see would be a day game, right? But this is it's one and zero so far. It's to me, it's division. With these big, I mean, the Astros clinched a while. I mean, come on, they knew they'd make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's now it's division for the fifth time in six years, as I mentioned earlier. So love the race here today at a good price. Yep. They I mean, have... they're probably going to sit. They have to sit, guys. They deserve a day off. Oh, a thousand percent. Absolutely, you sit, guys. The in the American League, by the way, they have ninety-seven wins. The Yankees have eighty-eight. Yeah, how many teams are going to win a hundred? Oh, that's over two, right? Good point. They have nothing to play for. They're going to get the one seat. How many teams are going to win a hundred games? Four, five. At uh, least four, maybe five. Houston, one, Mets, Braves, uh, Dodgers. That's the other thing with the Dodgers. Even the mighty Dodgers, who are 102 and 44, and are I think 11 and two or 12 and two against Arizona. One of the losses after they clinched. They clinched and they sat everybody. So even with all their depth and their ridiculous lineup and t- talent that they have, they even got beat. Think about this for a second here. As good as they have been the entire year now, and they're a total machine. They only have five more wins than the Astros. 
That's it. Yeah, think about it. I mean, because we've talked about... Not, well, the Astros have been great here lately. There has been so much talk about the Yankees, the Mets, and the Dodgers this year. The Astros are kind of like... And people don't like the team either for obvious reasons for what happened, you know, four or five sure. years ago. Yeah. But so there is that. But uh, so McClanahan right now... Looks like a dollar thirty-five. You can have dollar forty. What do you want to do? You want to bet first five full game or just the full game? No, full game. Yeah, full game. That's it. Full game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love the ass. Love the race today. Excuse me. Love the race. I also I want to take. I, well, why is there a line on this game? This is the White Sox season tonight. I love Cease tonight on the run line. If they lose, collect the jerseys. The season's over. They're four back with sixteen to play. Tonight starts a three-game set against Cleveland. And as we've talked about many times on this show, Cleveland's schedule, I mean, they, they only have six road games left, but their last six games, they finish at home against god-awful Kansas City. You can find, you know, the prices are all over the place, but you're seeing the White Sox like 8-1 to one to win the division. But this is, if they lose this game tonight, it's over. So I'm seeing... be, Even if they take two out of three, it doesn't really do anything. Because then you're three back with 13 to play, and they close again with six against the Royals, Cleveland, while the White Sox are playing the Twins and San Diego, and San Diego's going to need it like blood. So they have to sweep here, and it has to start today. So I, I, I don't know why I don't have a line on this game. It's well, supposed okay. to be Savalle against uh, Cease. Are you, maybe there's not a line Is out scratched? here. Is there no line out here in Las Vegas? I don't, there's not one here. There's not one on Bet Rivers. There's nothing on William Hill. I okay. thought you saw a dollar eighty. I don't. No, know. I do. I, I see. This is a. Uh, it is up at spots not here in Las Vegas, but across the country. There, there is lows at dollar fifty-five at DraftKings. Oh, that's they're, crazy. They're all the way up to a dollar eighty at other books, though. Wow. So definitely shop around. One fifty-five at DK. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right on now. on the line. If they get you, they get you. This is their season. They have to win this uh. game, and they have to likely sweep the series unless Cleveland implodes. Love it tonight. I will tell you another one that I like. Okay. Four, uh, 50 cent move on the Braves, by the way. I like the, <laughs> I like the Mets at this number. You do? Yeah, it's yeah, it's Bruce. a pick em because it's going to yeah, be Carrasco. And, and th- this is a guy that you can trust. I mean, he's 15 and 6 on the year. He's got pretty good numbers. And this is Ashby going from Milwaukee. Yeah, I know. I know that these games, I mean, the Brewers have to have them, but I, I honestly don't care. I mean, they had to have the game last night, and look what happened to Burns. They got to him eventually. And uh, by the way, Scherzer pulled after a, what, a no-hitter through six? They took him out? He, by the, he I thought did, he came out for the seventh. They did. They had a perfect game. They took him out in a perfect game. He had. Uh, let's oh, see here. Oh Christ! Six innings, sixty-eight pitches. Now I got to be honest. I was completely tied up with football last night, but I was tracking this game online. I, was I wasn't watching it. it. Nine Ks, no hits, no walks. He was perfect through sixty-eight pitches. They took him out. I don't know what happened. I'm telling. I just. Yeah, they just took oh, him out of the game. Evidently, God. that was it. Ah, we'll, we'll yank him, and that's going to be it. And of course, the reliever well. comes in and gives up two runs right away. But I like. I think the Mets do it again tonight. That was a game that the Mets kind of had to have because, I mean, they're up by a game right now. Atlanta doesn't lose, and Atlanta uh, is 360 today going against Corbin, who's batting practice, and they've won 10 of 11 against the Nats. I like that the Mets play up to their level of competition. I still think getting swept by the Cubs is going to come back to bite them. But what a race. This is like 93 with the Giants and the Braves. Like, someone's going to win 105 games and get a set of steak knives. Uh, it's going to be the Dodgers last year. Yeah, they won 106 good point, and finished good point. in second place. And Milwaukee's now two and a half back of the Phillies and three of the Padres. So Philly's got to be careful here. They've lost four in a row, and now they're dogs at home against Toronto. It's Toronto for two. Then they go to then they play Atlanta for four, and the Braves just swept them. This could go sideways here in a hurry for the Phillies. Yeah. But I just do you trust the Brewers to win games? And that's as 
If they get swept by the Mets, that might do it. And that's a big series in San Diego with the Padres and Cardinals. Clevin's your favorite. I don't agree with it. I like Wayne Wright and the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't disagree. Although the Cardinals know the division's over. Eight and a half game lead, and they kind of slept walk through that Cincinnati series. This is going to be something, though, for that last team to get the wild card spot in the National League. It really is. Because, like, again, the Phillies are in no great shakes right now. Well, you get the Cardinals, too. As uh, opposed to the, the Braves-Mets loser. That's, and, that's big. And the Brewers here, I don't think they survive against the Mets. I think they either get swept or they lose two out of three. Then they have to go on the road. What's the mentality for the Reds? Cincinnati. Season's been over for a long uh, time. Yeah, spoiler, right? They they, play? right that, that's the only, right. Milwaukee only has four road games left. It's at Cincinnati. And that's it. But the Reds could, could ruin their season. They're showing some fight. But that's the other thing here with the Padres. The Padres only have three road games left the entire season. Mm. They'd really blow this if they, it's a tough schedule. But it, it, it's also, I know they never win in Coors, but how it sets up, it's cool. And I mean, it's, Colorado's throwing nobody. So the only three road games that San Diego has left is uh, in Coors. And that's Chicago at home, St. Louis at home, the Dodgers at home. So well, I, I'm telling you, I, do, I don't like this Philly schedule. I don't like it. They do, get, who they close with? Is they it get, Houston? They get, uh, hold on, they get two against Toronto right now, then yeah. four more against Atlanta. Okay. Right. Uh, at the Cubs for three? Yeah. Are those gimme games? No. Absolutely not. Cubs are feisty. And they close with three at Houston. Oh, boy. Uh, who knows how that'll go. Well, you would think that. I mean, interesting. So Houston, right? They, can they coast into the playoffs for two weeks? I say no. Yeah. I always hate that idea. Yeah. The Dodgers have done that in the past where they clinched, you know, like in early September. And they're like, okay, now we're going to, you know, let guys get take days off the entire time. We'll pick it up in the playoffs. They came back to haunt them right away. Mm-hmm. So, boy, what a, what a, this is going to be awesome, the drama. And I, I cannot wait for the final day of the regular season. That's going to be on, uh, Wednesday. That's Every game's Wednesday. at 1 o'clock. Every game's at 1 o'clock Pacific. 15 games at the same exact time. Yep. It's a good job. Judge is plus 130 to win the Triple Crown. He's $6 to hit 62 home runs. $6 now. And Albert to hit 701 or more, minus 230. To hit 700 on the screws, plus 280. And you could make money here. Not to do it is plus 550. Yep. Because uh, I have 700 exactly and 701 plus at some pretty decent numbers, like 12 and 14 to 1. There you go. He needs two more? Needs two more. And oh, we're down to 16 games. I, mean, it's... I, I could lock in and say he's not going to get two more. but hey, Take the plus 550. There's no fun in that. What's the fun in that? I'm rooting for the guy to get 700. I could fall in the shower. Uh, yeah, he, he could. He could also hit two home runs tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's right? go to L.A. Come on. Go see a game. Go to Portillo's, huh? We Santa got, Anita, go see Siegel. We got feedback from uh, people in Southern California watching the show saying that, uh, love the idea. It's now on my docket for this week. You have to. I Absolutely. To see history. Of course. How many times is a guy going to hit 700 home runs? You could be there. It's happened three times, yeah. ever. Plus, so, you get a Dodger dog, too. Those, those are very, those those are lived very up, good. That lived up to the hype. Those are very good. I love Dodger Stadium. Uh, thank I, you. It was so thank un- you. I loved So do it. I. And this is before they even renovated the sucker and put all the money into it. I mean that yeah. that that's that's a great that's an underrated ballpark. Some of these old school parks across. I, the, the first time I was ever at Dodger Stadium, I walked around it for like ninety minutes before right. the games. So I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, and the history. I, oh, I, I love yeah. it. Yep. Uh, same thing. I mean, come on with Fenway, Wrigley. Fenway was great. Um, oh. unlike the old Yankee Stadium, which was a complete dump. 
The original? Yeah, you didn't like it. I, it. I never went. Oh, yeah. it was worthless. Yeah. I couldn't believe the hype on that place. Love Fenway. Oh, Fenway's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you don't get goosebumps when you walk in and see the monster, uh, you, you check the pulse, obviously. I prefer Wrigley just a little bit, though. It just blows you away that you're in a neighborhood. Take a left and bam, okay. Right there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the bleacher creatures. Uh, FTM at VEASAN.com, by the way, is the email. FTM at VEASAN.com. Up next, uh, Paul Stone is going to join the program. Some college football with Paul coming up. Uh, we'll go over some of the marquee games on the board. Pretty good schedule of games this week in college football. So maybe some early bets that he made, how numbers have moved, what he currently likes on the board. Uh, look at this. I mean, Florida at Tennessee, as we talked about with Matt Ewens. Tennessee laying a huge number here. How about Duke and Kansas? Maybe the marquee game of the early slate with the way that those two teams are playing. So we'll get college football picks with Paul Stone coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Kick off the football season. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go to book. Every line, every boost, every special. Lace it up week three. Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance every Sunday all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown. On Sunday Night Football, get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. College football handicapper, professional better Paul Stone joins the program now on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports. That's also the name of his podcast where you can listen, download, and subscribe to that as well. Paul, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. I want to begin with this uh, Florida-Tennessee game that we have coming up. Huge game in the SEC. I uh, I bet a little bit on the opener with Florida plus 10. I'm on the wrong side of this move. Tennessee's now 11, 11 and a half. What, what did you make the number, and uh, what, what are your overall thoughts on this contest? Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm making my open number, opening numbers pretty close to Matt, Matt Cash at this point with, uh, uh, you know, some data points, a few games being played. I actually made Tennessee a 12-point favorite oh. with a total of 62. And, you know, on the surface, I think you, you've got on one hand, you've got a Tennessee team that's, steamrolled, you know, two thoroughly um, outmanned opponents from the MAC conference and also won in overtime on the road against a, you know, a high-quality Power 5 opponent in Pittsburgh. And then on the other, you've got a Florida team, which was one of the big stories of week one after they nipped seventh-ranked Utah in the swamp. But in retrospect, they're just a couple of plays away from being 0-3. In week two, they fall at home to Kentucky 28-16 and then survived uh, rebuilding South Florida 31-28 this past Saturday also at home. But even in a, at 11, you know, I, I think many handicappers' first gut reaction, especially maybe newbies uh, to, the, to the craft, their first impression might be to take Tennessee and lay the double digits. And the volunteers, they may very well cover the healthy number but a word of caution, you know, Florida has dominated this series in recent times. They've won 29 of the last 36 meetings between the schools, including 16 of the last 17. And sometimes in college football, when a team has demonstrated that kind of domination, sort of a stronghold over a rival, you know, it may kind of have that school's number. They may be in their heads a little bit. 
And you can bet the Gators know they're getting double digits despite owning the Volunteers in recent years. We talk about buy low, sell high in the betting marketplace. So, you know, I think that's something you have to consider here, even though Tennessee uh, looks like the, the play maybe to some, you know, Florida has controlled this series in recent years. Can you, can you have a total this high in a Clemson game? I know it's Wake Forest and the Clemson 7-55, and 55, but based on how bad they've been on offense and how good their defense is, can you make a total this high? You know, I don't. I'm, I made it 54 and a half, and Ooh. I think I see the total at uh, 55 right now. I'm seeing seven and 55, and I made Clemson nine and a half with the total of 54 and a half. And I'm not sure you can. I mean, one thing, you know, Wake Forest last week uh, they defeated Liberty 37-36 uh, when the Flames went for a potential game-winning mm-hmm. two-point conversion in the final minute and a half of the game. But looking back at that game, Wake only averaged 4.9 yards per play against Liberty. And that was a Liberty defense that allowed 5.8 yards per play this season against Southern Miss and 6.1 yards per play against UAB. And like you said, Wake now has to face a Clemson defense, which is one of the the nation's very best. And, uh, you know, last year, one thing that I would give is kind of a word of caution based on the total here, is Clemson, as bad as they were offensively last year, and they're clearly better this year. DJ Uyangale, he hadn't you know set the world on fire in 2022, but he's been better. He's been serviceable. But last year against Wake, Clemson scored 48 points, 542 total yards, 7.3 yards per play. So they really erupted as bad as they were last year against this Wake defense. So I'm not going to have a play on that game, but uh, you do have to uh, you know be a little bit uh, – concerned with the with the total being there as good as Clemson's defense is. Did you do anything early on with this uh, Duke-Kansas game? I know the total. I bet the total over 60.5. It's up to 64.5 right now. And look at this. Kansas, good story here. Both teams are a good story. They're laying nine now at home to this Duke team. Yeah, and I played uh, I played Kansas minus nine. I, I made this uh, the, the line right now, I believe, as you said, Kansas minus nine with a total of 64 and a half. I made this game minus 10 with a total of 66. But uh, you look at these two teams, and I think early in the season, it's important for handicappers to look at who teams have played as much or even more so than how they played. And I think that really rings true in this matchup. You know, first of all, if you look at Duke, the Blue Devils, They've defeated in getting to 3-0, and both these teams being 3-0 and to this point. The Blue Devils have defeated one of the worst FBS teams in all of college football, Temple. Mm-hmm. They've defeated an FCS team, North Carolina A&T. And in between, Duke won at Northwestern. But Northwestern's Week 0 win uh, over Nebraska in Dublin, Ireland now doesn't carry much weight. You know, the Wildcats, uh, obviously Nebraska's woes are, are much reported. The Wildcats this past weekend lost at home 31-24 to to Southern Illinois, not only an FCS team, but a below-average FCS team. So that win doesn't carry much weight. So I'm not really impressed with Duke's 3-0 start. But looking at Kansas, Kansas off back-to-back road wins at West Virginia and Houston. The Mountaineers, a good football team, certainly had bowl aspirations entering this season. The Cougars, they won 12 games last year among the favorites uh, in the American Athletic Conference in the preseason. 
we've only had three full weeks of college football, but not too many teams have two more impressive victories than the Jayhawks in those wins uh, that I just mentioned there. So I believe uh, the rest of the Big 12 has taken notice. I don't think anybody really wants to play Kansas. If you look at uh, starting with the Texas game late last season when they upset the Longhorns in Austin winning in overtime, Kansas has covered six straight games by an average of 21 points per cover, all but one of those covers by less than uh, – only one, rather, of those covers by less than 14.5 points. Wow. So they've been outperforming the marketplace in a big way. I think Kansas wins this game by double digits over Duke. Okay. And uh, well, give me uh, your best bet or a play you really like this weekend. I'm going to look at a total here, and I'm going to go to Jerry's World in Arlington, uh, the matchup between old Southwest Conference rivals Arkansas and Texas A&M. And you look at this A&M offense, I mean, we've talked about it and, and you know, kind of ad nauseum already this season, only have averaged 20.7 points per game against a schedule consisting of Sam Houston, Appalachian State, and Miami, Florida. We look at this past weekend when A&M defeated Miami 17-9. to They scored, of course, 17 points. But that's against a Miami defense that isn't that great. The Hurricanes had previously allowed 30 points or more to nine of its previous 12 Power 5 opponents. They're probably a little better defensively this year, but not that much. A&M, again, 17 points, only 16 first downs, 264 yards, and average 5.1 yards per play against Miami, Florida. The previous week, Southern Mississippi against Miami, Florida, and Southern Miss was one of college football's most anemic offenses last year. They averaged 4.6 yards per play against the Canes, so not that much difference than A&M's performance against Miami. Max Johnson last week at quarterback for A&M, a modest improvement over Haynes King. A&M, for all us offensive woes, though, still outstanding on defense. They've only allowed 26 points all season in those three games. Appalachian State and Miami obviously have pretty good offenses. A&M's defense only going to get better. All four of their defensive line starters are new first-year starters. I think the first team to 24 wins this game. Currently can find 48.5 there at Circa. Take A&M and Arkansas under 48.5 this weekend in Arlington. Very good. There you go. You can follow Paul on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports. His podcast is also called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So the under on that game, and he also said he likes uh, Kansas this week against Duke in that matchup. Uh, Paul, uh, great to talk to you as always. Good luck this week, pal. Hey, same to you guys. Love being on with you, and hope everybody has a great uh, weekend of college football this year, As we uh, this weekend as we get close to the month of October. Uh, week four coming up this weekend. Have a great one. You bet. You too. Thank you. He did say he made uh, Tennessee minus 12 against Florida. I can't believe the North Carolina-Notre Dame line. I like Carolina. The other one, hot. these are just kids, right? That's what we forget. But how about the App State roller coaster? The North Carolina game, then you win at A&M, then you win last week on a Hail Mary game days there, and now you play James Madison, who's They're, throttled their first two opponents. Right. That's only eight at home. They're good. James Madison is good. I mean, you want to talk about the letdown spot of all letdown spots yeah, for Appalachian okay. State against a really good opponent. Okay. Uh, it's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Look at this, by the way. This is the cameraman in the end zone for the Hail Mary against Troy. Oh, no. This is so good. The, can, do we have the volume on this? It, they're they're going absolutely crazy. 
Ah, oh, you give that up. What an angle. What oh. a shot. Yeah. And they, yeah, they were going nuts in the end zone. We'll get to last night's NFL games coming up next. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Follow the Money on VSIN. A promotion. First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package has airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, and a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Hang out with Jeff Siegel as well. Head over to vsun.com slash horses to register. vsun.com slash horses. Thank you, First Bet. Get up there and good luck. And I was really excited for last night. Uh, you know, some people didn't like it with the two games going on at the same time, but it was fun for a little while, right? But uh, two blowouts. I mean, that was unfortunate. And the Bills game was over in the third quarter. And well, that very- was, yeah, that game was going to be a blowout no matter what, yep. the way it unfolded. Yes. The other game, maybe not so much. I mean, the Irv Smith drop, big, hell. Yep, big that, drop. I'm telling you, as much as we complain about referees and other things in sports, bad beats, whatever, there's nothing that drives me crazier than a wide receiver not doing his job. When the quarterback makes a pass like that, hits you right in the hands, it's going to be six. I, I want to throw stuff at the house. Ho- I had no money on that game. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like the Christian Watson drop in week one against the Vikings for the Packers. You just want to punch the guy. Yeah. There should be some kind of a penalty after you score a touchdown and do that kind of elaborate celebration. Well, I'll, too. Give, I'll give you another one. Last uh, Irv, night. Uh, Irv, okay, uh, Irv. Uh, I love Justin Jefferson, right? You're down 24-7 last night. If you got up after another catch and did this one more time, I'm yanking you out of the game. Sit down. Knock it off. Look oh, at the yeah. scoreboard, pal. Yeah. yeah, You're getting killed by 17 points. Yeah. Slay shut him down. I mean, they put that up there earlier. What a job by Slay. And the interceptions oh. and how he, uh, he shut down Jefferson. Great job by Gannon, the D.C. Great job by uh, Steichen, of all people, uh, the O.C. I-, I love how this offense looks right now. And uh, they, were, they were great. Now, you could question Minnesota's game plan. But they were cooking. I know you said it earlier. You're right. You've never seen Hurts look like that in the NFL before. 17 to 20 for 250 and 50 rushing yards just at halftime. Yeah. That what we saw in the first half, that's the best team in the NFC. That team that showed up. Total package. What that now? Now you have to go out and beat Washington Sunday. But as we combine all this and look at the injuries in Dallas and look at this easy schedule the rest of the way and look at the firepower they've added and how they're they're, they're now the comfort level with Hertz and how this offense is designed and the weapons that they have, what do I take away? Because I have Sanders with the running game and a great offensive line. I have a quarterback that can run. Now I have a quarterback who's accurate. Now I have Brown. I have Goddard. I mean, you can't – some of this stuff, when they're clicking and they have the rhythm going, good luck stopping Well, here's what you really have to like, too, about the team. They have probably the best offensive line in football. Yes. That's huge for Hertz and that, you know, right. the, 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 the plethora of running backs who are kind of average at best. Miles Sanders may be a little bit above average – but they have good but the weapons on the outside. Holes. Look at Goddard, by the way. How good right. of a weapon can that, that guy be at tight end? That went over in the second quarter. And, yep. and also the, the, the depth they have on the defensive line and the secondary. Because we saw that last yes. night when Slay is playing with an edge. And the other guys that they have, they brought the kid over um, from, the Saints. from the Saints. Yes. And they're, they're good on that side of the ball as well. Uh, I mean, are they better than the 49ers with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo? Hmm. I don't know. Are they better than the Packers? Well, that's what I said earlier, though. Home, the, the one seed would be enormous. And that was a big key why they won the Super Bowl. To get that one seed, you don't have to go to Lambeau. You don't have to go to San Francisco. That's a great fan base. Hey, how they're, about this? They're nutty. Did you see this tweet from uh, Brian Baldinger last night? Who's very good at breaking down film. Yeah, was he joking? No, not at all. He said uh, during the game, do, fa- uh, do fans really believe this Vikings team can compete with the Packers? 
He's talking now. He's not. It's obviously they beat him in week one. He's talking year long. Can they compete with them to win the division title? That's the way I took it anyway. Oh, okay. I, 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 okay. I thought it was weird because, right, they just played, but they, absolutely they can. Yeah, they had a bad night. Now it's on O'Connell to make the adjustments, and uh, Sunday's a big game because they look great against Green Bay, and now we'll see where's the creativity again. You should be able to move the ball at will on this Civ defense oh, they, with they Detroit. Will. They will. So, okay, right. No, but absolutely, I think, I mean, come on, that's still a if, – if the Bears get in, that's a seven-point game late. So, I know the Packers always get off to slow starts, but – Absolutely. I think the Vikings yep. could win the division. And they got that win already in their hip pocket. Uh, I feel really good for Hurts, man. Uh, I had him to win the rookie of the year at 150 to 1 a couple years ago. I thought if he had a chance, uh-huh. he could look really good. And people were, you know, never, people said second round pick, wasted pick, right. whatever. Well, it takes time. Remember, they got off to a, we're 2 and 5 last year. For you sure. have to get this. You have to change. They changed their offense. They're not screwing around in the offseason. Right. And they also had to they tailor it to help him out, too. I tell you. And and I, I, know he, I know he was bad in the playoff game, but they made the playoffs, and now he continues to improve, and it looks like a completely different offense now. Yeah. Yeah, well, he he was – that's fine. Still a young quarterback. Yeah. Look at Kirk Cousins, how long he's been in the league. Oh, that's ridiculous. Another primetime spot for this the guy, is, and on. he looks awful. Come on. I, I saw a sports book tweeted this. He's 0-8 straight up in ATS last eight on Monday night. Oh, he's 2-10 career. I know career. the two – I mean, and the win shook. I mean, it's, it's, it's laughable. Yep. It's just like he's a rookie out there. Every time they send pressure, he just threw it up for grabs. Uh, this is Jalen Hurts after his outstanding performance last night in beating the Vikings. Whatever's getting us wins, um, that that's how it rolls. You know, I said all week that I, I just want to win. I don't I don't care how it looks. I don't care if that's me rushing alive, if that's Miles rushing alive, if that whatever it looks like, whatever it takes, um, whatever it takes. Here's a question for you, Polly. Don't come across the table. Were we watching the two eventual MVP favorites last night in Hertz and Josh Allen? Uh, probably, because I think it's going to come down to not only numbers, but wins. And I think both teams are going to win a lot of games. Hertz? We, were we watching both one seeds? Great question. I Her, think we Her, were. Hertz dropped from 14 to 1 to 8 to 1 at halftime at one book. That I noticed. Well, it's, it's nothing but Hurts money, MVP. So that was, it's nothing that was, but Eagles money, Hurts money, nonstop. Bingo. bingo. Right. And, and look at this now. And that's my that Super Bowl pick, too. I mean, I, I, I love this team. Yeah, he's so he's third on the board right now. I got to tell you, I, I think that's probably accurate. Yep. The guy, the guy, if he stays healthy the entire year, can put up humongous numbers. Right. I mean, they again, not screwing around, adding mm-hmm. A.J. Brown on draft night. The draft they had overall was awesome. Took Devontae mm-hmm. Smith last year. Great offensive line. There is a lot to like about this team. And not, you know, for what it's worth, they were up by 17 points twice on the on the lines in the fourth quarter. They relaxed, let them back in the game. Sure, yeah. that happened, right? And the killer instinct, and, and don't let up and punch it in the fourth quarter. But uh, who knows? That might turn out to be a very good win in a month or two. The other thing, the flip side with Buffalo, the what if scenario. So now you have the the, the record here for point differential in the first two games at Miami, at Baltimore, Steelers at home, at Kansas City. The what if scenario then. If they continue to win these games and they're impressive, they're up to a six-point favorite in some spots at Miami. But what if they? What if that's a, even a three and one or a four and one because they have Green Bay? Because it's it's a front-loaded schedule. It is. So all this talk. I mean, Chris Andrews at the South Point had him under four to one to win the damn Super Bowl. That was before they yeah, before the season right. started. And now they look like this so far. I mean, I know they they probably missed the playoffs, but Tennessee was the one seed, and they defeat the they defeated the defending champs and didn't play well. And turn the ball over. And, and the other thing is, and a little little issues last night, but the start on third down, 
It's Steely. Third and whatever they pick it up. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. So yeah. you do this without Davis. You crush him as well. And uh, I want to see how the, how the see if the Dolphins, how they sh- what they do Sunday after you know, maybe reading their press clippings. Everyone's telling them how great they are. A little bit more on their power rating. Again, they were uh, four and a half before last night against Miami this week. That's already up to six. I won't be surprised if that goes to seven. And the look-ahead number against KC, they were minus one at KC. So what are they going to close? A three-point favorite on the road at Arrowhead? How many teams in the NFL would be close to that? None? Like that's This power rating that we're talking about is going to be to the moon with the Bills. It mm-hmm. already is, and it can only go higher if they keep doing this. Yeah, Shut it, down Henry. If they Tanny win by Hill 14 this week in Miami. Oh, God. That stat by yeah. Matt Eumanns uh, an hour ago. They've won 22 of their wins, right? 22 stray wins by double digits? Yeah. Come on. That's what we talked about going into the season. Last year, they lost every close game. Everyone was a blowout. And Barnwell thought they would improve and win more games. He goes, that's going to change. They were like, oh, and... Oh, and six, whatever it was, in close games. Yeah. It's and impossible. It, and again, after the bye, they were in the look-ahead number. They were four against Green Bay. What is that, going to be seven? Can they be a touchdown? Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're just, it's sick when you compare the numbers. They're going to be Georgia. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, it's time now for the VSIN pro tip of the hour. We do one every single hour across the entire network here. Uh, the Astros clinched the Yale West, uh, West last night. Expect them to rest some key players today. Tampa Bay's in the minus 130 range. It's always a good angle to go against the team that clinched the night before. It's not only that. It's also the guys getting after it, too. Sure, they had plenty of beer and champagne. Mm -hmm. And that's, depending on how old you are, easier to respond. And days off, celebration mode, and the Rays have their best pitcher going and need it. Yep. Yep. That was the pro tip for this hour. We do one every single hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every single day. And they're available for VSIN Pro subscribers only at vsin.com, where you can sort them by sports and by show. Uh, we're on Twitter at vsin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Again, touch their emails ftm at vsin.com. Up next, uh, vsin betting reporter and VP of digital content, Ben Fox, is going to join the show. He's going to be in studio. There is a very important vote coming up in the biggest state for legal sports betting. What's the latest, and how does he expect this to turn out? We'll ask him that coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's game time, baby! And you're just lying there? Watching on the couch? Uh Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Bet River Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in game bets. Live player prop bets. Live player prop bets. Live player prop bets. Live. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.